Hello everyone, you're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson, on Monday the 29th of March. I'm joined today by Amy Ware-Simmons, who is a Watson's Daily Ambassador. Hi there, Amy. How are you doing today? Hi, Peter. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. Good, thank you. Um, So, let's get straight into it. What do you reckon is your sort of... uh, you know, fave uh, story of today? So my favourite story of today is the story about Applebee's and yep. their new virtual kind of concept called Cosmic Wings. Now, this is an exclusive product to Uber Eats. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can only buy it via the app and you can't get it in any of their stores. Mm-hmm. So this story was quite interesting to me because they're using they're underutilized but already existing kind of kitchen spaces and this means there are low startup costs and they're able to target new audiences um, who use the app a lot of the time like young people. Mm-hmm. Um, I find this is quite interesting because the chicken wing servings um, last year have gone up by like seven percent uh, but shows there is always a market for chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I I love this. I mean, this this you know, here we are. What's this lady podcast? We are you know talking about business stories, and we can legitimately talk about chicken wings on a Monday morning. I think it's, it's great. It's great, isn't it? But it but... but it is a serious. There's a serious thing though, isn't it? I mean, this is not just a laugh. I mean, this is you know, there's this there's there's, there's serious upside here. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're using um, their kind of partnership with PepsiCo um, mm. to get Cheetos' distinct flavours, their original and flaming hot, for their chicken wings, which mm. I think is just a brilliant idea. So for those of you who don't know of the flavour profile <laughs> of a Cheeto, it's kind of like a what's it, but I think it also has a bit of a Dorito kind of uh, tinge as well. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's a great flavour, and I think that Americans really love when they have a, a familiar flavour like Cheetos and a great product which they love, like chicken wings, all in one. I think it's just a winner. Well, to, uh, winner on a chicken dinner, <laughs> quite, <laughs> quite, quite literally on this in this case. But I mean, well, the thing is, though, I think, I think you know, I mean, think, I think that that kind of thing is always, uh, you know is popular isn't it i mean like you say familiar flavors bring back i don't know they give you comfort and they maybe remind you of better times which may you know not being funny but maybe that's maybe that's why they did so well last year because um people crave more things of the you know things of the past uh when you know in happier times um yeah. either either as a you know um consciously or subconsciously i mean i know <laughs> this is going to sound terrible but i i've definitely listened to more sort of old school music um of my of my youth uh you know a lot more than i used to because just because i suppose um i just i don't know i just you sort of want to be reminded of happier times don't you really and i suppose maybe something like this is kind of well, it's like sort of comfort food, isn't it, really? It's a co- combination. Well, not only is it comfort food, it's like a combination of different comfort foods, isn't it, really? Yeah, it's very unique. And you can't really get that in a in-person restaurant where you can combine two distinct brands into one kind of product. So, yeah, definitely. 
Yeah. I mean, what do you think, you know, do you think that that will, you know, come, do you think that's something that should happen over here? I think that the UK market would absolutely love it. I mean, I think it reminds me a little bit of the collaboration between KFC and Pizza Hut, where -hmm. you can get KFC chicken on your Pizza Hut pizza, which I must say is absolutely fantastic. (laughs) And I think that more brands should be doing this because we love a collaboration. Mm. I mean, I think that, um, you know, first, firstly, I think that uh, this if they did introduce this sort of thing over here, which I think they should um, in terms of, you know, unique products for um, to, you know, a, a restaurants that specialize in uh, that do takeouts. Um, I think that that will help to stem a potentially massive slide uh, in terms of demand for. Uh, take out food because I think we've been we've been talking a lot recently about the the sub- potential sudden drop off of um, the popularity of takeout food when lockdown lifts and um, and I and I really think that if they can do this so make it a unique product you can only get online I think that that's that's a, you know that would certainly be a step forward and I mean I when you were talking about collaboration, I did also wonder whether actually, you know, how could you do let's so what we, we were trying to do um, uh, on this, on this podcast is try to uh, revive or potentially keep the, keep the fortunes going of the takeaway industry in the, in the UK, but it's, you know, it's to how to do collaborations. Could you, know, could you do collaborations between different brands? So let's say you liked, five guys uh chips for example and you liked there's coleslaw of, of another place and um and kfc's original chicken could you do that in one order without having a massive delivery surcharge or something because that if you could i reckon if you could do that that would make um takeouts a more interesting um, and also it would be something that you definitely could not replicate in person. I mean, unless you, you went to five guys, uh, sat down, had some chips and then ran off up the street to KFC. Um, and you could make that. it into a like a restaurant <laughs> crawl instead of like a pub crawl. <laughs> you could go on a restaurant crawl. <laughs> I know. I think exactly. You could, you know, different elements. That would be that would be good. And actually, arguably, um, because you'd be burning up those calories by by walking to all these different places, you know, may, maybe that's the way forward as well from a health point of view. Um, yeah. But but I don't know. I mean, I think that that it's a way, though. Isn't it? I mean, I'm just trying to think of ways that might help the um the the takeaway industry keep the party going because yeah. i think as things stand I, I think it's the demand is going to drop off yeah i completely agree i definitely see the demand for takeaways dropping off as the restrictions are lifted and people go out to actual restaurants and see their friends but the delivery and takeaway market is always going to be there it's not going any, anywhere and i think mm. they need to keep um, uh, coming up with unique ideas like this in order to keep their growth going upwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, fair enough, fair enough. Okie dokie. Um, well, I think that we've now solved the, uh, you know, we've de- we've definitely solved these um, problems, um, you know, uh, between you and I. Um, <laughs> but actually, well, next, the next thing, I, I was just going to say what I thought was um, 
quite exciting today, which which is a story about a UK startup called What Three Words. So some of you might know this. I mean, I, I've actually got it on my phone. Um, and what it is, it's, it's a location app, really. And what it does is it divides the world surface into 57 trillion three by three meter squares and gives each square a um, a three word code, um, which is distinct. Now, I think this is really, really clever. And obviously, it's one of those things that is um, it's actually better than, uh, say, the, more much more accurate than existing postcodes, for instance. And I think that it, it has been, um, you know, it's been going for the last few years. It has been gaining in popularity, which is great, because I think that obviously the more people that recognize it, the more it's going to be used because they'll know what it is. Um, and I think that potentially um, this could have real positive um uh you know benefits i think not not just here but i think ar- around the world um and there were some really cool things actually that that it got known for or you know that that has have happened to it uh especially over lockdown so for instance um it's been used to direct ambulances to go to the right entrance uh you know the correct entrances at nightingale hospitals because it's much more accurate um but but you know there there are other things um, you know there are other usages as uh, potential uses as well, um, and I just think it's a it's again it's got real growth potential. I mean the the guy one of the founders um, who was in this article, which is in the Times, you know he he was kind of you know trying to talk about the the historic value of, of postcodes and not wanting to you know disrupt that particularly but i mean he must he must be <laughs> he must be really um but i mean what you know what do you reckon i mean you 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 know you would think you were talking about some potential other uses of of this yeah i think that it has a, a lot to lend itself in a lot of different areas so um, you've already touched upon the healthcare industry. I think that mm. it could be quite useful in like vaccines and maybe more urban areas. I recently mm. saw a company who are doing vaccine delivery via drone. So perhaps mm. this could make it a lot more accurate. And then mm. more commercially, I think taxi companies and Uber could um, uh, utilize this to make their pickup um, locations a lot more accurate or Maybe even dating companies like Tinder, you could find out exactly where your date is um, uh, mm. so you don't like get lost. I don't know, things like yeah. that. I just think it has a lot of potential and I don't think it's going to get rid of postcodes because, like you say, they're so traditional. But mm. I think that because it's so accurate, it can definitely lend itself to a lot of areas. And um, I mean, you were mm. talking about the possibility of it being more 3D and vertical. You want to talk mm. about that? Well, yeah, I was, I was saying I don't really know whether it's because, you know, are you? Look, I, I'm not quite sure whether they just look in 2D, i.e. sort of bird's eye view, looking down and that's a square. So what happens if you are in an apartment block um, and you are ordering something? Is your square the same as the one that, say, five stories down, for instance, you know, five floors down? Yeah. So I'm not quite sure about that in, because that would be... So we'd be going from sort of like a 2D bird's eye view down to, you know, to a 3D view in terms of the the height or depth of where you, you know, of where, where you want to go. 
I mean, so for instance, people working in in, sewer, in the sewers uh, could get could get a delivery of KFC or something like that. Oh my god! Yeah, they just, no, you wouldn't want that. No. You want that. <laughs> but you know, you know, what I, mean? I mean, obviously, going to the other thing, you know, more more in, in the height sort of thing, you know. But anyway, but I saw that, that, that that's interesting. And the other thing I, I also wanted to say was, um, I don't think that you know uh, other all countries are the same in terms of their address systems. Now, I will say this is a while ago since, you know, because since I lived in Japan, but I remember at the time um, the address system is extremely complicated. So it used to be that the, your, your, the codes and stuff you were given, it was like done in a way that was the order of the where when these houses were built. And I guess maybe that's something to do with, the fact that, you know, there are so many earthquakes all the time and the buildings used to fall down and get damaged and, you know, knocked down and built up again. I don't know whether that's, you know, anything to do with it. But, um, you know, for instance, something like that, uh, you know, a system which is really tricky, you know, it, it, something like what three words could be an absolute godsend. I mean, um, you know, and it, just to illustrate an example, when I when I was... Uh, you know, in Japan at one stage, and I was going to an interview at a big company, and I was walking along, and um, this, but this is pre—I mean, you can't imagine this, can you? Pre-pre-mobile phones, but um, yeah, I was walking along, had this bit of paper in my hand, thinking, Jesus, I don't know where this place is, right? So, um, a bloke was walking to work. He stopped everything. He walked to uh, like a, a a phone box, um, and he phoned the company, and he said, "I've got this guy here." He's trying to get to you for an interview. Um, where are you? And so they told him exactly how to get there. And he took me to the office and just said goodbye and stuff. What a, you know, firstly, what a lovely thing. And that that is in Tokyo, right? That is in downtown Tokyo. Yeah. I do not think you'd get that o- over here. But, <laughs> you know, what it, but what it shows, though, is even that guy was a Japanese guy. He worked in the vicinity. He should have known, like, he would have known really if it was a good address system but it's not a good address system and even locals don't know where it is so you know so something like what three words could potentially i reckon be really uh really good for um countries that have let's say a less good way of of locating people you know it could really plug the gap i reckon yeah Um, i agree i've also just come up with one more idea which i wanted to share Maybe um, in like more rural areas where there are um, animal conservation areas and they want to keep tabs on certain animals, they could use this system as well. Just one more idea for you. (laughs) Yeah, that is good. That is good. Yeah, I mean, it is interesting. I mean, it's funny, isn't it? When you try, because we we got this story and then we're just trying to think what commercial ways could this be used, you know? And it's quite interesting because at first, you know, you do think about the postal stuff and the delivery and, and whatnot, but there are lots of different ways of, of looking at it, aren't there? Yeah. I, mean, I know I know that um, there was some, apparently some complaints from emergency services saying that um, people, that what this will do is if this is taken up a lot by, by a lot of people, um, they will rely less on maps and more on their phones, which can obviously die or not work mm. or not get signal. Um, and, you know, so it's more problematic. But to be honest, I mean, I think the majority of people are going to be not really going in the middle of the mountains with, with this kind of thing. Mm. Um, and I just think that, uh, 
you know, it's a great thing to have. It's a great thing to have. And I think that there's a huge um, potential for it. Yeah, definitely one to keep your eye on. Indeed. Well, there you go. Well, look, I mean, that's all we've got time for today. Um, just to say that this week there's there's a lot of stuff um coming from us um at watson's daily so there's a we're, do, we're going to be launching a silver subscriber competition for the month of march uh, we started at the beginning of the year missed it out in february because i could, couldn't get around to it but i am going to try to keep doing it every month um so as as you may or may not remember a couple of weeks ago one of the winners um uh, will low he uh you know, he, he actually appeared on the podcast for a week. Yeah. So, so anyway, so anyone wants to wants to go, uh, you'll be a sil- silver subscriber or above um, to you know, to get the chance. It's a bit of fun. Um, we'll release, you know, releasing it this week, and it goes to the end of the Easter weekend. Um, but yeah, bit of fun. It's a bit of a, you know, it's a review of of, of the uh, um, of the month, and yeah, should should challenge you hopefully um so there's that we've got some quick bites coming out we've got monthly coming out i mean it's all it's all going on it's all going on so just watch out for that um from our on socials and and all sorts of things uh and we will uh, hopefully be able to continue to entertain you but anyway thank you very much indeed for your time amy no worries um, and and thank you to the listeners for listening to us um and we will be back again um, to have a bit more of a chat tomorrow. So thank you very much. Yeah, see you tomorrow, Peter. All right, bye. Bye.